and welcome to episode 208 of Laps Gamer Radio, the podcast equivalent of driving all the way to the office, parking your car, walking up to the door and realizing that you left your, your swipe card at home. Uh, I'm your host, Mark Hamer, and joining me tonight, Mr. Mark Chazzy Ray. Hello. Hello, hello. And uh, once again, Dougie Baby. Yay. Hello. Back by demand. Yeah, um, shout out, Geraint. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> what's the go-to play when that happens, right? Do you turn around and go home and pick up your pass, or do you just spend the rest of the day asking other people to let you in and out of the building? That's a tricky one. I mean, I know. Like, when Especially I'm... when you're in a building, say, where you need to get through a swipe card locked door to get to the toilets. Oh, yeah. See, I, I do it at my, like, I have done it at my work when I've le- left my pass at home, but then I'm two hours away by train, right? Yeah. So, yes. But, like, it takes that long to get from Essex to London. Yeah. From where I am. Fucking hell, it took me that Essex, long. Mate. Our trains are shit. Yeah, it took mate. me that long to get from Southend to Basildon. Not again. <laughs> First day at work as well. Yeah, Not doing it. No, Never no, done no, it again. No. Don't do it. No. Trains from no. here are horrid. Mm. But yeah, it's um. But yeah, I. If it was me, I'd turn. I'd turn around and go and get it. But yeah, yeah but like you say, there's that kind of thing of. Oh, I'm here. But I'm just here. Because like, what if you really need to go for a poo? Exactly, and, and someone else's you have pass, to, and you've got to hand it back. You've got to borrow someone else's pass, and then they're like, "Like, I oh, can I borrow your pass? I need to like." You're either got to make up an excuse like I've got to go and see someone in another department, mm. or or you're honest and say like, I need to go to the toilet, and then you're gone for a while, and then you come back, and they're like, "They'll know." Oh yeah, they'll know. They'll know you were taking a dump. I'm just adding um, this to my list of why I work from home. Yeah, <laughs> my own toilet, my own toilet paper. I don't ask. For have to ask for someone else's permission to go number two. No. This is true. It's true. Uh, but using toilet paper that you haven't paid for is one oh, of life's little treats. Oh, being paid yeah. to... Well, I mean, I could do that at home, I suppose. It's the same as doing it at home, isn't it? Yeah. Taking a dump on company time. Um, talk about poop quite a lot on this podcast. Yeah, it's it's quite much. worrying. Um, <laughs> if anything, yeah. Um, what have you guys been up to since the last time we chatted? Anything exciting? No, not really. Uh, you get through the heat wave all right? Yeah, just surviving the heat and basically mm. trying not to have the, my skin flayed off by the air. Yeah. You know? Absolutely murdered my like gaming time. Yeah. Just can't um, turn any of that uh, stuff was, on. Yeah. It was like those two days where it got really hot, I booked them both off work uh, and I didn't go anywhere near my office and say like, I'm not going to turn my PC on at all because yeah. it'll it'll just ever so slightly add to the heat in that room and uh, nobody needs that um yeah it was too I, I did I did a little bit of gaming but on the whole it was like just too hot to do anything really yeah yeah I know that one yeah mm. that's another how did you survive all right Dougie yeah well <clears throat> me and my wife she's she was self-employed and I worked my wife my wife um so yeah we, we neither of us cope well with heat and so uh we have aircon i'm oh. sorry i know i know nick uh, f- very uh strong views about it but uh i own we don't have any uh desk fans blowing around so we're saving electricity on that but yeah we just shut the windows turn the aircon on 
opened the doors and it's quite embarrassing because I was going to book a couple of days off work when it's for that super hot couple of days. Um, mm-hmm. But I've just passed probation at my new employer and I was like, I, I, does this work? We've got to get it done. We're, we're on a deadline. So I worked, which to me was fine, but everyone else was just a puddle in their chair at home. Mm. Um, yeah, I, this is a kind of working class guilt, but we, we've yeah. never been one for big holidays and we are looking to get some solar panels installed to try and offset our footprint maybe yeah, mm. yeah every, everyone else literally their laptop was shutting down well this is what they're saying it was yeah. shutting down because yeah. <laughs> teams was taking up so much of the processor and warming the laptops up and yeah. uh yeah i said working class guilt but it only goes so far <laughs> exactly yeah it got so hot at one point that my phone was like I'm overheating. Yeah. I had to take it inside and like put it in the shade for a while. But oh man, it's rough. Did listen to a lot of podcasts though while I was sat in the paddling pool. So that was that was all right. Any ideas for this? Um (laughs) No. (laughs) No, not that sort of podcast, unfortunately. He saves them when he's borrowing someone's pass at work and (laughs) No, yeah. (laughs) Um, video games. Talk about video games. Uh, Dougie, you have played the cat game. Tell me about the cat game. Oh, you can walk around and just press B and meow. It's bliss. It's beautiful. Um, Mm, yeah, it is gorgeous. Um, I'm always, I I don't like any, uh, console exclusives. Um, the Xbox ones are in my favor, but I, I resented it. I always resent it, but because it's on PlayStation, it's out on PC as well. So hmm. I got to buy it on Steam, and what a beautiful game. And there's, there's the very first section where it's it's that usual tutorial mechanic without um, being overbearing. And you're just walking around, and you just rub up against another cat and just jump around and press B to meow or lie down. It's, like, it's beautiful. Um, I, I, I have a dog, but I am a cat person. And yeah, it was oh, really? it's beautiful. Yeah, the, yeah, it's beautiful. It, the The gameplay is excellent. It's kind of part point and click adventure style, solving puzzles. It, in tone, it reminded me a lot of Cloudpunk, which is another game I absolutely okay. adored. Just for its chilled, laid back um, style. Um, I've got mm-hmm. quite. A I, re- I really like Cloudpunk. That's like, a good game. Oh, mm-hmm. glad you. Yeah, there's the DLC is cool as well. Um, and they added a first-person perspective DLC. as well. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, you get to be a bit hear a bit more about the uh, dog avatar character. It's uh, very cool. Uh, both games. I, I love that st- that chill kind of cloud punk where you can just enjoy the atmosphere. Um, hmm. Yeah, the, the cat game. Uh, it's it, it's quite clever how the levels ramp up. I think I'm up to like chapter 17 out of 26 or something, and there's there's the the peril levels. I don't like when my cat gets hurt. That <laughs> I don't like cats getting hurt. It's just horrible. So uh, unfortunately, that does happen because I'm not good at games. Um, there's the stealth missions. There's the creep around stuff. You can jump in a cardboard box because you know you're a cat. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's solving puzzles and uh, yeah, it's a great soundtrack. Very moody. Nice. Have you guys had the chance to play it? 
No, I haven't. No. I've been listening no, to no. a lot of podcasts talk about it. And I'm just wondering if you're, are you getting the, um, <laughs> are you getting, there seems to be two camps of people that I hear talking mm-hmm. about this and people that are very into it because they just love being the cat character and just acting out all that kind of stuff. And then there just happens to be a really cool story attached to it. And then the other people who are expecting a completely different game and um, feel really let down by it. Uh, but, I don't understand what different game people are expecting. Yeah. Um, what I'm surprised, I, it's definitely made by cat lovers. I saw mm. there's beautiful photos of the cat that they based the main character from. It's a gorgeous little mm. critter. Um, but they definitely have rose tinted specks because underneath it all, cats are bastards. Yeah. And these cats aren't. Um, there's no. What cat have you ever met that wouldn't take a swipe at you? And I haven't found that in the control yet. Now, maybe that's in the next nine levels. Um, but combat s- ability. Yeah. yeah. So, so far, all I've got is to run away, hide. Like Metroid. Um, You're going to suddenly yeah. have missiles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be it. It'll have, be, it'll be, hopefully it doesn't do what Quantum Break did to me and be a great game all the way to the final boss battle. I yeah. Don't, I don't cope well. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, the... I think they've been able to swipe at things is the thing I'm missing. Yeah. It's got a clever mechanic like the way cats claw at things and there's carpets and posts and you can go up and claw on them. Up. Nice. But then part of the puzzle mechanic is you can go do that at a door and maybe someone will come and open it. And it's like, that's nice. Oh, that's really clever. That's um, I'm at a level at the minute that actually reminded me a lot of Deus Ex, the way you can kind of sneak around and work your way around, solve the puzzle at your pace. Like there's mm-hmm. things you can push around and move Different around avenues to get to the same objective sort of thing yeah that's what it seems like i think i mean it is fairly linear but the the way you're such a small character in a uh, quite a big little town environment uh, yeah. yeah big environment that's the word um no i've, I've really enjoyed it um no, excellent value again for so 24 pounds on day one it's like that's ah, a bargain yeah mm. yeah i think i've played about 10 hours so far uh, because I'm taking my time. You are making it last then, because yeah, I, yeah. it's only supposed to be about five hours long. Yeah. I told you, I'm rubbish at games. <laughs> <laughs> or you just you take your time with scenery, them. Right? I have been. Uh, I won't yeah. lie. Um, what, it's got it's a gorgeous. Really... Looks like the, the actual like um, little slum town part. Apparently, that's mm. just incredibly it, stunning. Yes. Yeah. The, that's the bit I'm at. Um, there's a bit where you've got to sneak around to not be caught, so you're hiding in boxes, hiding around corners. Um, what's amazing is there's no UI. Okay. There's no no HUD. There's no health. There's no anything. There's a little robot that kind of pops up if you ask it to help you. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it's got a kind of hint system, so it doesn't tell you what to do. It just says, oh, we were trying to do this thing. You're like, oh, yeah. Right. And it leaves it to, you know... Um, there's no quest log because pretty much you're doing one thing at a time. Um, there's a bit of an inventory, but it's nothing. Yeah, um, yeah it, it's the 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 game gets out of the way and lets you play a cat. That's great. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. I've heard like a lot of people saying oh, they don't see the cat as the main character like, of the <sighs> of the story, and they find yeah. that really jarring. Oh, I don't know. I mean, it d- yeah, depends kinda. on your perspective on it, right? Yeah, I mean, you've got this digital assistant, I don't think it's a spoiler to say, a digital assistant um, mm. helping you around, um, and that's doing the collecting and the the hinting and helping you hack things and whatnot. But the, the movement 
and the yeah the, the fact you're this tiny little character i love the scale i like being that small little cat running yeah. around you have um, to buy in basically and just go yeah i want to I want yeah. to be this, yeah, this avatar, this this cat avatar. Well, but it, but also the the game's so fluid. So you, you as you're running, it's a bit like Assassin's Creed, and you know you hold a button to run and jump, but then you come across, say, a car, and it automatically slinks down and just scurries under it, um, mm. where I might have expected other games to kind of have an invisible wall. Um, it, you can't run up walls. That's maybe, a, but you can jump some impressive heights. Um, and that's that's actually the only UI in the game is a, a little A that hovers because I play it with a Xbox controller. Mm. Um, a little A that hovers on ledges you can jump to. And that's it. Um, I think if I was going to improve the game, I'd want to be able to take a swipe at nasty things and um, have a, a, a glow for where I could jump to instead of something. The A looks quite clumsy. Right. But uh, yeah. But yeah, no. It's, Beautiful. Um, yeah, it's and sounds, it's sounds great for like a little five-hour, like you know, cheap five-hour experience. Like, it sounds like very some, much so. Yeah, yeah. Um, great, yeah. yeah, the checkpoints are quite good. I'm also, uh, they, I, I don't suffer bad checkpoints well, <laughs> and they've, they've <laughs> yeah. been quite good. No, no, me neither. <laughs> no, you pop up the menu. It says last saved so many minutes ago, um, mm. and so you know, okay, I could lose that. Um, because it is fairly linear, so uh, if you have to start again, there's nothing much yeah. to have to remember. It's, you know, you're not going to drop a load of inventory where you die. No. Yeah. That's great. I look forward it's to one that I'm gonna I'm gonna play uh, when it drops in price a bit. Um, <clears throat> I'm a bit loath most of the time, unless it's something I'm really excited about. I don't like playing full price for games because mm. I'm a cheap bastard. <laughs> um, even a cut price game like this, I'll. Um, I, I think it's because it was a because it was a console exclusive. I thought, now I'll support it on the PC. Uh, you know, my my twenty four yeah. pounds will mean the world to them. I'm sure. Um, no, I remember you talking about uh, every little helps. Yeah, um, you were talking previously about the Horizons games and how they've been very unlucky to launch um, at the same time as other big games. But it's like no, oh, they've been specifically um, there. It, it's it's they launched within a week of open world games that like r- completely raised the bar yes was what was that was that problem not that they launched in the same window as like other big games because like that happens all the time yeah um what, what else launched in the same window astray oh nothing no what i was saying oh uh, because it was a console they were a console exclusive so the, and they were exclusive exclusive they weren't on pc um and so mm. I kind of think, okay, they maybe lost out to Elden Ring, I think it was, or yeah. um, there was some—I can't remember the, when the first game came F- out. First one was um, Breath of the Wild. Yeah. yeah. Another. Which is you know they're on two completely different consoles, but it was like only so much you know Horizon play. Zero Dawn comes out, and then like oh, we've talked about this a lot. Mm. It's like it's a it's a it's a thoroughly good game, uh, but then like a week afterwards, Breath of the Wild comes out, and it's like a complete game changer yeah you know uh and then same thing with Elden ring but yeah um, yeah they, they had sony money keeping them afloat the horizons people whereas uh oh yeah no, those games are fine the stray developers um now it's uh, uh for not being th- 40 th- quid on think, day one yeah stray's doing money. well i think stray's doing well yeah but it was it's it, that um, like nice sort of like double a price window yeah didn't it take um, over actually a bit cheaper 
Sorry, it took over from some other um, awful game as the most wanted when when just it came out on Steam. I think okay. it was the most desired wish listed game on Steam. Um, yeah, wow. so yeah, they're, they're doing well. <laughs> Shows the power of, of reviews still. Like no one had that on their radar really. It was just kind of yeah, I'll get to it when I get to it, and all of a sudden the reviews came in, and then suddenly there's a flood of wish list stuff. Yeah, I mean, I saw it at one of. I can't think how I saw the trailer because I'm not a big. I wouldn't have watched the Sony press conference. I don't believe that that batch of was it. Did Microsoft say this is coming out in the next year? Uh, It might have been on the PC show Uh, on E3 or something like that, maybe. Yeah, but I remember just seeing it there and thinking, that's gorgeous. Yeah, um, yeah I'm going to get some of that. But yeah, the reviews have been great and, to me, fairly accurate. Um, that's great. Yeah. Other people entitled to their wrong opinions. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you've been enjoying it. Eh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's been a, a nice, chilled way in such hot weather. Yeah, I was going to say. Mm. Okay. Uh, the only real um, discussion I've heard of it, apart from this, uh, was on. Um, they had quite a lengthy discussion about it on Waypoint I like the week that it came out, um, and everyone seems to be in agreement that the gameplay is lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, but the at least from the point of view of the the, the people on the, who are talking about it on Waypoint, the couple who had actually played it, um, so opinions may vary, is that like the. The storyline, the transhumanism, you know, yes. what is it to be human? Do androids dream of electric sheep? Stuff is a little bit shallow yep. uh, compared to some other games like, I don't know, Soma. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. But I guess that's not what you're going for with this. It's a cat. I, I, I didn't. I didn't expect. Yeah, I didn't expect when I saw the trailers and everything and the footage and whatnot before the game came out that it was going to have a particularly deep storyline. Um, the fact that there is one at all is kind of a added bonus. I thought we were just getting a cat stealth game. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely one that I'm um, that I'm going to pick up, yeah. despite the fact that um, I don't have a problem with cats i'm very much a cat person i'm very allergic to cats oh no <laughs> uh both me and my partner um and i've got a theory i've got a feeling that they know yes. i'm sure cats know when people are allergic to them because like you know i used to go around to you know hang out at friends houses there'd be like 15 20 of us in a you know hanging out somewhere and the cat would always come for me yeah. Um, the one person who wasn't giving it any attention. Now I don't know whether it was because the cat came to me because I wasn't giving it any attention. Yeah. Or the cat knows that I'm allergic. I don't know which one it is. <laughs> but a- they just home in on me. Yeah, contrarianism. Cats love me. That's it, yeah. Yeah, I reckon maybe. Maybe that is it. They got they had a fun theory on um I think it was Chapo Trap House. About how like there are more cats than there are cat consciousness. And so, you know, when a cat, like, just zones out, like, yeah. they'll do it sometimes, like, when they're asleep, or sometimes they'll just be sat there, like, just staring, they completely zone out. Um, the cat's not there anymore, and it's, like, astrally projecting, and it's it's <laughs> astrally projecting into an, an alley cat in Cairo or something like that, yeah. and they, they move around in shifts. 
Um, they're strange animals. I, I wish I wasn't allergic to them. But, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah no, but, um, same in this house. I, I'm not allergic, mm. but the, the rest of the house is. The four so of mine are amazing, and they're more like dogs than cats. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I literally kids. had to call one today to get it out of the uh, out of the field at the back of my house. And just come bounding over like a dog. <laughs> I'll um I'll stick with dogs and and reptiles. Yeah. But, uh. <laughs> um, have you played anything else at all? Well, some people recommended paladins to me. Ah, well, I've been playing. Oh no! Did I did I do a bad thing? Uh, do you know what? It's got. It's a meat. That's thing. exactly I... the right noise you just made there, Dan. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. Yeah, it's not as tight as Overwatch. That is no, exactly characters it. aren't as well thought out. The levels aren't as well designed. It's fine. Yeah, it scratches an itch for I, me. It must have like a TF Team Fortress kind of influence. The graphics are very. Well, the cartoon. It's not the most polished, is it? No, like, it's not, it, and it's not crisp. It doesn't no. have that snappiness yeah. to the shooting. I couldn't tell if I was landing my shots yeah. um, very accurately. I don't know if it has a concept of headshots. I, um, I was, I was playing, obviously the Moira character because that's I don't oh, know yeah. their names again. The, oh, the... Again, I don't know the names. I was playing the, like the hunter lady, <laughs> right? Yeah, with the eagle thing, the with bird. The eagle, yeah, yeah, with the bird. Yeah, where your ultimate is that you... Well, it's like Widow from... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I don't for a minute think that Overwatch was all original its powers, but yeah, no. it, the shooting was indistinct. The, the, I didn't get a dynamic from my teammates. Yeah. I, it does feel like a, a like a disparate... Like, even when I play Overwatch, which I'll talk about later, but even when I play Overwatch, I feel like people know how to play the character... Yeah. and know how to play in a certain way with others to kind yeah. of create a team, even without comms. Whereas in this, it just felt like a disparate group of people who'd all been flung together with random characters they'd never played before in very tight environments. Exactly. And, and you know, I, it could be that I've just put so many hours into Overwatch. What you're saying, you know, you know mm. how to play the character. You don't yeah. choose a character you don't know how to play uh, generally. But then mm. you can also tell when someone's playing a character deliberately badly so which is double it because i only like play every genji player <laughs> i have ever encountered well the, i mean there's also a bit of a habit of you know alter counts and smurfs and yeah and it's like oh there's a low xp player here oh they're gonna be a genji are they gonna be a troll or a smurf and, and it's exhausting yeah um it's like i i wish i had six friends five friends who we could do <laughs> comp with and just yeah where it's not that I care about SR. I don't. I'm a solid average no. gold yeah. player. <laughs> I have no aspirations for anything more than that. But when you when you do get those three or four other people on your team who just make it work, uh, again, Overwatch has yeah. spoiled me on that. The, the experience of the game um, soured by it, obviously, since. But I'm it's still interested to hear how you got on, Chessie. Yeah, same sort of thing. I mean, like I said, I got into a lot of games where I was just kind of it was just four people powering in straight lines to the the objective um and then just the other team doing exactly the same thing and it was just like sort of four people in dead straight lines just shooting at each other and it was just who could click on the button quicker basically never felt like there was any strategy or i could turn the game by using a power 
or anything like that. It just felt like, right, just click some heads, click on some people, you know, strafe yeah. around a bit, and hopefully, like, you'll just about do enough to survive the first wave. And it just felt like play- it felt like playing on, you know, like what's the gears horde mode. Oh yes. It felt like playing a horde mode, but with real live people on the other side. <laughs> it never felt like it had any more depth than that, and that was. Um... But like I say, there's nothing wrong with that if, like, you haven't got the money to invest in, I suppose, I... Overwatch and stuff like that. Then this is a perfectly valid, you know, other route. But if you have got access to other things like Fortnite or Overwatch, then you know, I, I, I would rather take that. If, I feel like it'd be me telling um, uh, Mark to play Warframe instead of Destiny. It's like yeah, that's it. Like, mm, yeah, it, like Warframe is good and it does things, but you can yeah. feel that Paladin has had lots of modules plugged into it over time, and it's got more and more messy. Yeah, you know, much I, I like mean, Warframe is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that um, maybe Mark can explain the cards in Paladins because. I felt like I didn't need to know when I was playing it. Yeah. Um, that's the stuff that's like more from the MOBA side. So like um not only like in a MOBA game, not only are you picking a character with particular skills, but you're also picking like a uh you you, you pick like this like you do shopping mm-hmm. uh, yeah, during so the during rounds. So like but instead of but it's not weapons you're buying, it's like power ups or like you're buying items that like, will like boost your critical damage or uh, make your attack speed go up or you know yeah. things like this and you're like you're buying the items to tailor the way that you're playing that character so it adds a little bit more variety to um, stock build yeah. to an to an individual character in a game that's usually already got a lot of characters anyway um, and that's because like before they made uh, this game um the only other real game is that Smite, which is a MOBA, so yeah. it's over the shoulder MOBA. Um, I played a bit of that um, uh, when I was desperately looking around for the games to Paragon. play when they fucking killed Likes. Paragon. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the, the card is it's basically that. It's like you you have like the individual characters, um, and then you you buy cards that will augment their abilities in a particular way you know like a uh, attack you know like crit damage up or whatever hmm. so it's like you know you can take a particular character and you can decide whether you want to play them more offensively or more defensively or whatever you know yeah, yeah. like tailor it to how the other team are playing maybe a little bit as well essentially yeah yeah, yeah. i remember having a look at the options and it had auto ticked auto buy or something yeah Okay. Yeah, that's what I usually do. I can't be fucked with with messing around with like buying, like shopping, like even when I play like a a MOBA. When I very rarely play MOBAs, um, I just put it on auto buy because then it like selects the items that are best suited to that character in its vanilla, you know, play style, Mm. and that's enough for me. Cool. I wouldn't worry about that stuff to be honest. If you do intend on playing it a bit more. But um I'll keep dipping back in and out. Uh, I appreciate yeah. it's a game I've got to find my feet in. Um there's an, I didn't mm. object to anything. It wasn't oh this is annoying. Yeah, it's um, not offensive, is it? It's just nope. yeah, no. new. Um and I'm pretty sure I was playing human beings. Yeah. Um 
but yeah, you t- I tended to find <laughs> the team that had someone who was who understood what flanking was tended to do better uh, yeah. than the four v four on the payload or the. That's it. It's just like four people all just piling in into one tiny little space to push the payload along. It's like, you don't need to do that, guys. You only need one person. Yeah. Yeah. But that's it. Not a horrible time, but. But okay. It's it's fine. It's fine. Um, There are better free to play shooters out there that I probably should have thought about, like, at the time. (laughs) Like, um, CSGO, Team Fortress. Yeah. Uh, Apex Legends. Yeah. Um, oh, Apex Legends is probably Apex the best yeah. feeling. Love Apex. Over the free to play shooters. Again, that's another game where you need need a couple of mates. Because that must. Uh, there's um, there's solos modes. Oh no, there? there's solos, but it's like like with Paladins, like you or like, uh, like sorry with uh, Overwatch, like you feel like you you know you can play well singly, but if you had a couple of mates, I reckon you could. I'd, I'd feel much more confident in that game. I, I had a lot of trouble with Apex of uh, finding a team that understood resing. Yeah. And it was so frustrating. It was very clear <laughs> when the bots stopped playing. Oh, yeah. Oh, do you mean resing or, or like bringing you back Bring from you the back, dead? Bring you back, sorry. Back that, from, yeah. that whole fetching thing. Sometimes that's like, uh, it's it's incredibly risky to do. To go up to that point and deposit the well first of all you've got to go and get grab the dog tags or whatever it is off the dead body yeah. and then go to one of those points to, to, to bring them back and it can be quite and sometimes uh, they're scoped they're being risky. scoped out by people exactly yeah. I don't think if, if, play, yeah, if you've got like skill. a team <laughs> yeah but um, they added some other modes in there that were probably there's like, there's like a I, I don't know if it was timed it's been a while since I played it I reinstalled it actually because uh, I was going to play it again, a couple of my friends who I played Destiny with have been back on it. Um, but there was an arena mode where it was like it wasn't like you know the big open world thing. It was like two teams of three in an arena, yeah, against each other. Mm-hmm. And like that sounds fun and quick. Yeah, quick. It's, <laughs> it will be. Yeah, I'd say it's, mm. if it was me. But um, I'll be down straight away. Could just like you've got a Game Pass, haven't you, Doug? I do. I just installed Titanfall 2 then. Oh, beautiful game. Fantastic. Love it. Yeah, the multiplayer. Just yeah, install that. Incredible. Play that. Incredible. People still play in that. Yeah. You know. Nice. Um, there is a new, apparently, first-person shooter in the works uh, from Respawn. Yes. And the phrasing was a bit weird. It was like, a new shooter in the Apex Legends universe. Yeah. Uh, which confused me because there's an Apex Legends in the Titanfall universe. Yes. So what does that mean? Does that mean... I think they're moving. Are they using that phrasing? But are they using that phrasing because Apex Legends is now bigger than Titanfall? Yeah, I think... Or are they using that that phrasing because it's going to be a first-person shooter without Titans in? Uh, I think it's going to be both. I think they're going to try and move away from Titanfall because Titanfall doesn't have the cultural cachet that... Apex Legends does so now everything is the Apex. Thanks, Legends. EA. Yeah, I, I, I think Titanfall is their half life. It's like they can't meet the expectation. No, for the next version. Never. So yeah. the well, they'll come up with. Uh, well, they did. Titanfall they did Alex meet the expectation. Well, yeah, they went out. Titanfall, the best Titanfall two is you know, in the business. Yeah, the best, best first person. I'm mean, even better than Doom 2016. I'm sorry, it's better. Um, yeah, like single player that. campaign in the first person shoot and the multiplayer is fucking brilliant but yep. EA sent it out to die mm-hmm. 
they put it out. Was it like it was just? Was it just after? Yeah, or at the same Battlefield time as one? Battlefield One. Yeah, literally. They put Battlefield week, One out, weeks. Yeah. which they had been, you know, um, marketing the shit out of, and then a week later they dropped Titanfall Two, and then a week after that COD comes out, like give it some air to breathe. Well, they're also having Santa to die like that. Weren't yeah. they hoping Anthem would do something? Yeah, yeah, but that was a bit further off from when they released Titanfall Two. But yeah, that was kind of like. Mm-hmm. Well, we've got this, we've got this, and if Battlefield does well, then at least we'll have Battlefield and Anthem. But, um, yeah, that that game, like, Titanfall 2 dropped to, like, sort of 12... I think they were selling it for, like, a tenner at one stage. It's been a few weeks of it coming out, because, like... Yeah. And that's just It's criminal. such a shame. Yeah. Such a shame. Fantastic. Yeah. Great fun. Yeah, fun. incredible game. Uh, but I'm really... I'm intrigued to what they do next, but I just want more. I like... <laughs> I, 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 I like the Titans. The Titans are fun. Yes. Oh. I really enjoy them. So, um, while we were talking about guns and cards, talk to mm. me about Neon White, Mark. <laughs> uh, oh, I haven't really played any more of it uh, since we last talked. I've played like another lot of levels, but that was yeah, that was a couple of weeks ago. Because you got me in. Because um, I bought it on the on the podcast right last week, or the last mm-hmm. time we were on, and I haven't stopped playing it since, and it's incredible. Nice. It is very good. I love it. I absolutely mm. adore this game, and um, it is—it's up there with my, um, like you say, with my Trackmania Turbo um, obsession. Yep. The, yeah. The, everything about the feel of this. The problem is, I've got, I've got like there's two sides of it: the actual playing of the game and jumping around and the flipping and the spinning and the finding secret areas and different shortcuts and all that. I and the kind of speed running element of it. Like or like kind of speed running light element of it, I absolutely adore. The story mm. can get in the bin, <laughs> but it's fine. It's, it's, it's the most it's horny like um, fifteen year old, you know, written story I've ever heard in my life. It's in a it's a Western approximation or a Western take on anime, yeah. and I don't know if you've noticed, but anime is incredibly horny. Yeah, exactly. I just not. I mean, yeah, just I'm, I I'm not the target art. demographic for this. No, same. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll let that one slide, but yeah, yeah, I'm not that bothered about the story. No. I'm I'm 100 percent there yeah. for the the, for the gameplay. Yeah, yeah, that's it. The articles, the articles are, are incredibly well put together. Yeah, they are. Yeah, just oh um, my god, like to show, like going through a level and like obviously doing it how it looks like it should be done, and then obviously coming in with like less than a bronze or a bronze, and then kind of working like that moment when you work out there's a shortcut here that makes absolutely no sense when you first look at it but actually like you work out the logic of it in your brain with the cards you have and you go i can do this and then executing that and then taking your time down by like 30 seconds is just such an immense feeling like some of the stuff Mm -hmm. i've done where i've adapted on the fly and gone ah right i can do this come back and then executed it a bit more perfectly and yeah just seeing those times tumble is just oh it's it's, it's like crack it's ridiculous mm-hmm. it's just so addictive yeah so so addictive and the soundtrack's absolutely banging and yeah just like there's nothing about that game that i, I don't like other than the story because everything else mm. about it is just oh superb absolutely superb and thank you so much mate because yeah having downloaded that and played it like every day 
yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. It is very good. Um, we talked about it a bit on our last episode as well. Uh, it's definitely in my in my game of the year contention at the moment. At the moment, it's it's sort of a three way fight between that Elden Ring and uh, Oli Oli World. Right. Or what's going to take the top prize at the moment? Oh. But we're, we're still only, we're still got half a year to go. So, <laughs> so how did you what, two get what? on with Ghost Runner? I haven't played Ghost. I never Ghost never played Ghost Runner because it, it it's very similar in style in that kind of running. It's got a, a lot of the Titanfall two kind of wall running thing. It's very sharp, and it's got very quick kind of. If you die, you start again at the beginning of, and you've got to get through level slash everything. Um, Almost a bit like, like the club or something. If you remember that from back in the day, where it was kind of like you had to do circuits to get out. And kill people yeah. and get points. It, well, yeah. No, well, no, it's sort of, no. There's a puzzle. There's, there's the the level is all platforms and uh, right. you can fall off. Uh, and you can, you've got some form of grapple, I believe, and you can wall run and mm. jump and and you've got to be able to um, take out certain enemies in different styles. But all you've got is a nut, uh, well, a sword. Um, right. I'd be curious how you go on with that actually, because it yeah, yeah, again, s- story shmory, but yeah, um, it, it wasn't trying to throw animated boobs at you attempting yeah exactly it's, it's, yeah. this is very much a slasher you know run around slash things up gotcha. um again it it, it hit, i hit my uh skill, skill limit ceiling. quite quickly <laughs> yeah skill ceiling <laughs> yeah what's it that formula one driver said he spun out i was going around the corner i ran out of skill that that's <laughs> me in this uh with ghost runner i enjoyed oh, that right. but but yeah neon white that the art and the articles put me off yeah. a bit Oh, exactly, but yeah. But hearing I mean, you yeah. talk about it, it's been fun. No, honestly, it's been brilliant. Like, I check out the Twitch because um, we mm. did a couple of like lunchtime runs and stuff. But like, yeah, the um, <sighs> how you play this on a console, I I can't get my head around. Like, it must be a very different game if you played it on a console to playing it on the PC because I don't understand how you would do certain things in the level. Or well, the um uh, a bit the, more assisty. I don't know. I don't, it's only available on Switch. It's the only oh, console okay. that it's on. Right. Uh, and it's uh, the they have uh, you know separated Separate. the 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 leaderboards. That's it. Fucking hell! Yeah. I couldn't remember the word. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they separated the leaderboards. Yeah. But like as we've seen from um, times on our friends lists with uh, Adam playing it on Steam Deck. Yeah. Um, it's. Hey quite difficult on so, on some of the the courses it's they're quite close but on on, on a lot of the other ones is there's a definite drop in so twitch time yeah, yeah it's so because you need to be able to like turn like 360 you like turn and, and lift at the same time and jump you know yeah yeah, yeah. that kind of stuff and, and it's yeah. difficult to do um especially on I, I don't think the steam deck has like back paddles but i reached a point um, actually started with Titanfall 2, um, mm. where I couldn't play first-person shooters on a regular pad anymore. Uh, mm. I ended up going out and getting one with, like... Um, the clicky back bits. Tr- like, triggers on the back, yeah, yeah. That, that could be maps to the face button so that I could have jump and things like that without taking my uh, jump, reload, yeah. um, slide, things like that, uh, switch weapons, without being without having to take my, fingers, my thumbs off the sticks. Essentially, okay. you know, yeah. um, <laughs> and without that, yeah, uh, I mean, I did 
literally the other day. I haven't really had much of a chance to play with them yet, but I got a set of Hori Split Pad Pros for oh, my really? Switch because I'm going on holiday uh, in September and want to play Monster Hunter and some other like you know slightly more actiony RPG sort of games on switch and playing it in handheld mode with the regular joy cons i just get like the sticks are too small um your hands i get really cramped hands here and it starts to hurt after a while so i got the um split pad pros which are just incredibly comfortable but um one of the other features they've got is they've got a couple of paddles on the bottom that you can map to one of the face buttons on either side uh, and i imagine maybe like that could be quite helpful on playing neon white on switch mm. i'm not going to get it on switch no. so so i'm uh, terrible but... uh first person with a controller but um when we first got the switch my wife bought me uh overwatch and i was like mm-hmm. oh, okay i'm a mouse and keyboard player um that hori mapping it to the paddle was made playing lucio so much easier and farah yes yes yep. very much so um that was the other game actually it was like uh well it was Overwatch first. The thing that made me get the pad in the end was playing Titanfall. But like, I remember on Overwatch you could set different controls for different characters. Yeah. I changed Lucio to Bumper Jumper. Yeah, fair. Um, so L one was jump, mm-hmm. uh, and it was the only way I could play him because I, I I needed to be able to turn and look around whilst wall running. Exactly it. You can't do it with a. I yeah. can't do it with a gamepad. I couldn't play Farah. Uh, with no. the gamepad either yeah. the because yeah. jump is well again it's be the, exactly what you've done because it's the same button for farron the flying and you have to keep uh, yep. tapping the flying to tapping. hover <sighs> yeah being able to map it to a that's one of button. the best things about overwatch one of the best things about that game is being able to change the controls per character yeah even the hud fucking great yeah yeah very yep. very cool yeah. nice yeah um, <laughs> is excellent. Yeah. Um, okay, have you played anything else? I was going to say Outriders, but it so did nothing for me. This is the second time I've gone into it. I won't waste your time. <laughs> I, I played it before. I got yeah, to I certain parts, much of it. and it just—it's a tough game to play on your own. To be fair, it. I'm still doing the story, and it's very repetitive. Very um, generic. It's. It's even. It, I'm not a great fan of the Destiny where. Uh, various quests having you go to the same place and fighting the same baddies. Maybe there's a mm. tougher boss, and it's even worse than that. Uh, it was just so disappointing. Um, again, I was. Just... I enjoyed that game once you you get your powers and you kind of. Like, I mean, I was lucky. I was playing. I was playing with you, Mark. I believe it was like yeah. Playing oh, you were playing with Adam. Of Adam. No, it was Adam. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Yeah. And um, yeah, just like combining powers. So like I stun someone with my electricity and he'd set them on fire or whatever and mm. yeah doing all that kind of stuff is great but to get to that point is a real slog yeah and, and yeah. it has boss battles again which is my weakness yeah and but... i found there was a massive diff- we found there was like this massive difficulty spike with, yes because of the way the way the leveling works and stuff it it's a it's not just it's not very linear so you just suddenly you know you'll, you'll take out a few guys and then suddenly you're your level will go up and everything's just way harder. Yeah. And you've got no way of kind of leveling with it, like through kit or gear or stuff. So yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's just a yeah. bit of a wonky game. But yeah, there's definitely possible. a game. There's like, we, we've always said like, if there was an Outriders 2 and they kind of really 
fixed all the issues with it that there is a there is a destiny like in there somewhere like that that's actually could be quite popular no, you said right. that about I, I so many games though and yeah all, exactly exactly that's the thing they've all fallen yeah. by the way so I don't they yeah. I don't think there will be an Outriders 2 though unless yeah, that studio gets bought DLC, by another uh, or unless they get bought by another publisher because yeah. Screenix fucking hate I, I don't understand why they own they hate, any they hate, hate western, western studios, studios yeah, yeah I don't know why they bother publishing western games because they just hate them they kept Outriders they, and I don't know to be honest, but like it's, it, it, I don't even, I don't understand. For so long, I mean, I don't know if it started this, but I remember the first time I remember it was when Tomb Raider, the Tomb Raider remake, yeah. a reboot launched. It was like everybody loved it. Everybody only bought it. It did gangbusters, and Square were like, "No, it didn't sell well enough." Yeah, it was like. So it, then they made another two of them, yeah. and then they claimed that all of those didn't sell well enough, bad. and it was. It just felt like a nasty little point to not play so those developers. Like Crystal Dynamics and wanted them. Wanted really. It wasn't it was Crystal Dynamics. They didn't like IDOS. Yep. Uh, they didn't like uh, any of those Western developers. Yeah. Weird, I love their Japanese developers. But, mm. Hopefully they'll do well under their new. Um, is it Tencent they're under? No. People who are THQ Nordic. THQ Nordic, that's it, yeah. Yeah. One of those, but yeah, hopefully they'll do well under that lot. Yeah, oh, that's something good. But um, mm. I played a bit of it. It was fine. Mm. Uh, and then I was like, oh, no, I'd rather be playing something else. <laughs> um, haven't gone back to it. Yeah, I might have enjoyed it more if I was playing with other people. But it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It obviously did well enough for there to be DLC. So, congratulations. <laughs> um, has you played anything else? I have actually. Um, okay. I'll just quickly say that I got into the Overwatch 2 beta and mm-hmm. don't waste your money on ever paying for getting into the Overwatch 2 beta because it is just a um, it's just a roster update and a balance patch. It's nothing more than that, to be honest. Um, so enjoyed what I played of it. It's thoroughly solid, but they've changed my favourite character, which is Arissa. Oh yeah. So you don't have the shield anymore, which has completely thrown me. Because now, basically, it seems like every character's just been put into full aggression mode, and um, you know, you 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 can't kind of um, post up and choke like those sort of block choke points and stuff. It's just all about wading in and doing damage now, which isn't the kind of tank mm. I really want to play. So um, yeah, it's a it's a bit weird. But um, yeah, like I say, it's just a, it's like a Street Fighter patch, you know, going from like Street Fighter 4 to Street Fighter 4 Ultra. It's not that much different. And you have one less player. So, you know, so I'm the only tank, which is fun. That's uh, a real yeah, shame. That's it, really. That is such yeah. a shame. Yeah, it's, it's just, it, it, it doesn't feel that different, but it's different enough if you are, you know, you need a little bit of support, like you're not going to get it because all the damage guys just hair off. <sighs> No, I love no. the the tank synergy is one of the things I love the most about Overwatch. Mm. Even playing it non-competitively, you know, you get even Hammond and Arissa. You know, he goes in the air, you throw your your halt, um, pull him in, he slams down them. Oh, so much fun! Yeah. Or even Zarya and Ryan, you know, when you bubble him and his shield's broken, and you step this in front. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be oh. there'll be new stuff that 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 comes along but the thing is, is there's just way more pressure on you as a tank now like the support you're playing as a singular support and you know 
you know, it, it is what it is. But yeah, um, shame. But you know, I've I, I've still enjoyed it. It is it is still a great game, but um, just not quite as you know. It's it's a, it's a new learning curve again. Um, but other than that, other than playing Overwatch, I've been playing um, Little Cities in VR, oh. which is basically Sim City but in VR. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a really basic version of that, and um, I've been playing. Yeah, it's just it's just great. Um, really intuitive controls. Um, lovely tutorial to get you like just to give you all the right information to help you just start making your own little cities and stuff. And um, yeah, it's just wonderful. Like sort of the only the only the only problem I had with it was that obviously you start with this lovely like tropical island, and then it's all beautiful and lush. And I'm, you know, I'm putting houses near the beach and that kind of stuff. And then suddenly, like, 10 minutes in, banging as many power stations as I can, destroy the environment, bulldoze this, get that, get rid of that, because I need more shops, put more shops in. And I was just like, oh, I hated myself, because I was just, I just made this lovely island, just like this concrete wasteland. But um, other, <laughs> other than my kind of, you know, my my misgivings about my own personal you know, <laughs> just shove it all in there make it efficient but um yeah other than that it is actually a wonderful game of like sim city and just like mm. again like you know like motorsport manager is to like football manager where motorsport manager is a little bit dialed back and a little just a little bit easier a little few like less to do yeah um, spreadsheets wise that's what little cities is it's just there to be fun first and foremost mm. and just you just Potter around and do stuff. Is this on the little houses and bit. Is this on the quest on the two? Quest. Oh, quest. yeah, it's on the quest two. Yeah, it's great. So no wires, no wires, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, but like, I've been playing it, sat in a chair, a... just and you can pull the pull the map around and turn it and yeah. It's the, you don't the need wires to play on PC anyway. Sorry, no. You don't need you don't need wires to play via PC. You play uh, on PC anyway. Yeah, you can play on PC. You can just um, get yourself some like virtual wires. desktop or p- do it through the, the Oculus. Um, I've got my yeah, the Oculus thing so I, lets you you can, you can play. So my my PC's upstairs and I play my VR downstairs. So you just do it wi- through the wireless. You get the, str- the wireless get yeah. streamed the video streamed through the wireless. So I've had that. Yeah. I've got Wi-Fi six in the house. Um, yeah. I don't know the Oculus is Wi-Fi six, but uh, just basically I've got good Wi-Fi. And even then, sometimes the it just plays up. You know, my PC's powerful. I'm looking for that perfect quest game that'll just install yeah. on the. And then obviously beat Sabers like the Watsons. Yeah. Um, you know, get mm. it free if you want to pay hundred extra quid for a. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. it's bonkers. I'm trying to invest in VR. Um, so no, I've got I've got a Rift S and I've got a Quest because my wife is determined that I don't miss out on things oh, I enjoy. Man. Whereas I'm a cheapskate. <laughs> I like games well, at yeah. fifteen quid, and this game for fifteen quid looks an absolute bargain. Yeah, it's great. Honestly, it's it's lovely. It really is lovely. And um, there is also um, the VR version of City Skyline yeah. on Ooh, I haven't tried Meta that. Quest. Yeah, uh, and Steve, I don't know what that's whether that is a dialed down version of City Sky. I'm assuming it would because that's quite a intensive game. Yeah, I. Don't dare pick either of those up, <laughs> especially not City Skylines, because I'm just, like, oh my god, this is like one of those weird things where like the stuff that you do for a living oh, god, starts <laughs> bleeding through into your personal yeah. life. But like, I get really, really nerdy about urban planning. Yeah. Um, 
and the most you know the, the best way to plan out uh, uh urban environments and to be sustainable and, and green and yeah well, the best way uh, is to take all the paper pedestrian out. friendly and <laughs> and like well, no the, the best way is to get rid of all the fucking cars <laughs> yeah yes absolutely reddit.com forward slash r forward slash fuck cars um risky link of the day yeah no 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 there's a, there's a subreddit it's 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 just an anti-car subreddit and it's it's great um yeah uh quick uh shout out to the not just bikes youtube channel um if you if you like me are interested in sustainable urban planning there's a lot of really good stuff on that youtube channel about how how they do pretty much everything better in the Netherlands than they do everywhere else. (laughs) Um, You know, but yeah, uh, those sorts of games are dangerous. I've got city skylines. Yeah. uh, And I don't have it installed deliberately. Yeah. uh, Because I just, it's like football manager for me. I just sink into a hole. That's it. You never, we'll just never see you again. I'll spend six hours tinkering with like one neighborhood. Um, it's not good. Okay. It's where I enjoy playing Dorf Romantic. It's kind of, uh, yeah, yeah. That that was a chill version. Of I it. like that. Yeah, but that that feels a more like um, it's a Zen game. What's the board game? Settlers of Catan. Is that the board game? I don't yeah, play board games. Yeah, yeah. That is a board game. I can confirm. I think I've only played it once. I played it on. Yes, it is. It is a Settlers of. I don't. Oh, fuck it. I don't know. Or, you know it, it, I think it actually. Yeah, I think it might actually be Carcassonne. I played. I played it once on whatever that virtual uh, board game thing is on Steam. Oh, tabletop Sim. Tabletop, sim. Yeah. tabletop yeah. Simulator. Yeah, with Nick. <laughs> um, and Dorf Romantic is a bit like that, but yeah, Dorf Romantic's great. It's just incredibly chill. Yeah. Um, Good game. But yeah, definitely recommend game. them Little Cities because, like you say, it's just got that kind of chill. Like you say, just I can lose two or three hours in the on the headset just sat there and I'm in my, on my sofa just, you know, like planning out shopping districts and stuff. It's mm. great. I've even got a um, game on my phone called Pocket Cities, which is just a really, really stripped down SimCity sort of game that, that's very friendly to play on your phone. Just Mark Beret. I love those sort of games. Playing mini motorways. Ah, did buy that the other day. Did you? Yes. <laughs> um, so I'm a big fan of Mini Metro. Metro. I yeah. I own it on like three platforms, and I play it a lot still. Just you know, seeing if I can do a little bit better on each city, or just playing it just to chill out. Um, and I played uh, Mini Motorways was on uh, or is on Apple Arcade, so. I've played it on iPad and I just, it just didn't click with me. Um, whereas Mini Metros is like really, really easy to play on a touchscreen, mm-hmm. you know, smallish touchscreen because it's literally all you're doing is like just drawing lines between stations that pop up. And the only stuff that you're adding to it is like making the stations bigger or, you know, dropping a uh, an extra train or an extra carriage onto a line. Yeah. It's like fairly simple. Whereas, like in mini motorways, you're like having to direct the roads themselves rather than just linking up two points. You're having to d- direct the roads, and you only have a certain number of tiles uh, which to yeah. place the roads. And you're putting traffic lights and roundabouts and motorways and things like that. 
It's a lot more uh, fiddly, to try and direct the traffic. It's a lot more fiddly, and I, I just I just didn't really get on with it so well on um, on a touch device. My other half played the shit out of it and really really enjoyed it. Um, the other day it was very very cheap on Steam, like sub five pounds. Yeah. So I thought, fuck it, I'll buy it. Uh, and playing with the mouse has just been so much more manageable. Um, I'm still not great at it, um, but it's just one of those things you have to you have to learn like the best way to route the traffic. And it's it's not like um, any of any usual sort of like transport management game because like new stuff's popping up all over the place. Sometimes you just have to pause the game and delete a bunch of your roads and redraw them. And then oh, unpause yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. to try and try and make stuff work. Um same as you did on mini metros as well, I guess. Like sometimes you just have to delete a bunch of lines um and redraw them. Yeah. Uh I, I I don't enjoy it quite as much as Mini Metro. Mini Metros is like it's just a perfect yeah. game. I love the the aesthetic and it's just incredibly chill awesome. and I just you see someone, uh, yeah. someone had uh, tried to this week uh, I think it was on the Switch bought out a clone of Mini Metro and uh, was selling it and the guy obviously got wind of it and put it out all over Twitter basically going like please take this down Nintendo please do some kind of you know actual check in before you certify stuff mm-hmm. it was it was like it literally looked like it I think it had like it was like Metro Mini or something like that it was literally that blatant but yeah, yeah, you know, so people are still trying to coin off of it. Even well, now. yeah, but they're doing very well. Yeah. Um, something there is something very, very um, special about Mini Metros as well in yeah. terms of the the aesthetic because it's like I can't. I used to know the name of this because it pops up sometimes in my job. The type of map that the underground map is. Yeah. Top where everything's. Isn't it? But it's it's not topographical, yeah. no. Because topographical is like, uh, you know, his hills and valleys and things like that. It's where the proportions are all out of. Yeah. It's yeah. They're, they're off, uh, but you can still understand it because it's it's not showing you the exact distances between locations. It's just showing you locations on the lines. And I, there's a specific name for that sort of map, and I love them. Um, because it was it was original schematic it? transport map apparently. It's got to be a better term for that. It's topological it's map. Topological. Oh, yeah. that's so it. close. Yes. Yeah. Topological is a type of diagram that has been simplified so that only vital information remains and unnecessary detail has been removed. Yeah. These maps lack scale, also distance and direction are subject to change and or variation. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's it. Nice. The top. So. And that stuff doesn't translate quite as well to mini motorways because you don't look because roads aren't displayed in a topological yeah. style like train maps are. Um, but it's it's still it's it's a it's a fantastic game. Yeah. Um, it's just a, a little bit more complex, uh, and there's there's a bit more to dig into it because it's like when when and where is best to position a roundabout versus a cross junction with. Um, traffic lights. Where do you position your motorways to, to best alleviate traffic, um, so on and so forth, and and that stuff changes quite rapidly on the fly. But it's a really, really, really good, really, really, really good game. Same aesthetic, same very chill sort of style. It's, I just find it a little bit more stressful than um, than Mini Metros. Yeah. But 
both pretty good nice really good um mini metros is i think is on um apple arcade as well so if you if you have that service then uh yeah check both those games out for free well you know buys your subscription if not then they're regularly cheap on i think they're all on every platform now yeah it's that everywhere Mini Metro is definitely is. Yeah. I, I think that's even on. I did check Mini Switch. Metro on my phone, and it turns out I or I own it. <laughs> I just haven't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really good phone screen. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a bit too small for it. iPad. Um, it's yeah. it's a perfect I, iPad game. I was talked into buying a Galaxy Fold, and I thought that'd be great okay. for playing games and put it in a holder and you know. I'd be able to play all these clever FPS with a controller, and I just use it so I can browse Twitter with a browser and zoom in so the text is big. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, Mini um, Mini Metro looks perfect for the screen. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm... Get it downloaded, oh, man. It is... You'll enjoy it. It's a really chill. It's a it's a good game to play while you're taking a dump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no higher praise. Well, yeah. How am I going to read exactly. Twitter now? It's a good, it's a good poop game. Yeah, you don't need Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's much, but Mini Metros is much better for your mental health than yeah. uh, Twitter is. Yeah, absolutely. Test. Uh, what else have we been playing? Dappled a little bit in here and there in various bits and pieces. Um, saw credits roll on Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. Nice. Um, very, very good. Now I'm now I'm in the true end game, which is like chasing that that master rank number yeah getting that bumped up and up until it reaches a certain point and then there'll be new stuff there's also like new monsters dropping in august and so how far are you away from the dlc number you need to like the level number you need to hit to be able to use the like dlc are you near that or is that no no this is the sunbreak is the dlc oh it is the dlc right okay yeah yeah i know there was a lot of people who were like oh i'm nowhere near the Number I need to play. Well, you needed to have seen. I think you needed to have beaten the final boss and and seen credits roll right. on base monster and arise to be able to play Sunbreak. Gotcha. Same as it was with Iceborne on World. Yeah. Um, but no, it, in, as with every monster in the game, you, you reach the credits and it's like now the game begins. <laughs> um, like Diablo, I guess. Uh, you you're fighting your way up to beat the final boss, and then it's like, and now you start accumulating monster parts. To go for like specific builds, um, <clears throat> and you start like grinding for uh, specific decorations um, and uh, talismans and things like that to like augment your build to play in like a, the perfect way that you want to play. Um, and then there's like a there's a steady there's a roadmap with a steady drip of new monsters. Like there's two new monsters coming, at least two new monsters coming in August, and then more coming down the line. And they add in like event quests and stuff like that. There's always more stuff to do. Um, so I'm in that phase now, uh, which is good. Um, still, like uh, it runs so much better on PC than it does on Switch. But I'm I'm really glad that I'm playing it on Switch and mm. rather than PC because the Switch is where all the Japanese players are, and the Japanese players do not fuck about. So no. they make hunting a lot easier. Uh, hey Doug. Uh, been I, I actually jumped back on Destiny the first time in a while. Wow. I saw. I didn't want to uh, shame. Um. No. Um. Well, no, uh, the the uh, I kind of like missed my regular like you know raid group yeah. and was like seeing if people are about to do something. And 
um, a group of us last night uh, jumped on and did the master version of the Vow of the Disciple raid, which is like the latest, the last raid they added in. Uh, and I'd done all of the bits of that raid on master master difficulty last season um, over the course of like several weeks. Didn't do it all in like, you know, grabbing checkpoints off people and doing it. I hadn't done it all in one sitting. So last night was the first time we ran through in one sitting. And because I haven't been hitting the game as hard as some of these other people have, I was not quite at a light level that would have been particularly helpful. Um, luckily, I was playing on my Titan and with the aspects and whatnot this particular season, you, you can build a Titan out so that you are unkillable by conventional weapons, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty good. Like as soon as your health drops below a certain point, you drop a sunspot, which heals you super quick. Um, so you're, you're basically unkillable pretty much. Um, but I wasn't doing a huge amount of damage, so I was getting dragged. I got carried so hard. I don't think I've ever been <laughs> carried that hard in a raid before. Welcome to my um, world. But it was good. Uh, it was good to get back in and actually do a raid again. I, uh, you know, knock the rust off a bit because I haven't really hit that. I haven't really hit Destiny that hard for like the last two months. Um, played the new season really hard at the beginning and then just like dropped off because I wanted to play other things. We've been so dying um, for that. Yeah, it felt good DLC, to. Sorry, we've been dying to play that new DLC. Pre-order, you got the extra bits, the 30-year anniversary. Yeah, uh, they got yep. the teasers, and then when it came out, it's like thank goodness, new content, and mm-hmm. blew through it fairly quickly. Um, yeah, yeah, but no, it's it's that it's, playing with friends. It makes the difference. Um, yeah. That's the thing. I'll, I don't really I'll like playing up. it on my own. Um, uh, I'm working at a new place. Had a new guy joined. Lovely bloke. And he plays Overwatch, and it's got the way he talks about it. And I'm inclined to fire it up and have a have a game with him, you know. Um, but mm. it's that having people, you know, when soloing, mm. it's very discouraging. <laughs> yeah, uh, but no, yeah, Destiny yeah, yeah, with sure. friends. I I played with a group and hadn't. Well, I played. I don't think I played Destiny. Yeah, I have. Yes, you guys did a yeah, yeah. not a raid, a dungeon, I think. Yeah. Um, and that was fun. Yeah. Um, I did a raid mm. with someone. It took about three hours, and as much as I held everyone back, everyone seemed to have fun. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, no, it's definitely it's all... a game for other people. Yeah, it's, yep, it's very sure. much the stay at home and drink beers with your mates kind of. Okay, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Um, but the uh, the game I've been playing the most, uh, I've played it a lot actually. Let me bring up. My Steam, and I can tell you exactly how much I've been playing. Are you ready for some obscene numbers? <sighs> Updating Steam. Fucking come on. <laughs> Why now? You shut it down, what? Swear. It's been done. Uh, I did. It, Steam doesn't auto-open when I turn my PC on. Um, 30, 31.9 hours I have played in the last two weeks. Wow. Uh, 43.2 hours in total since I bought it only a few weeks ago. Metal Gear Solid Five: <laughs> The Phantom Pain oh, on Steam. So good. So I bought MGS Five um, 
back when it first launched on PS4. Mm. Um, <clears throat> played a lot of it, but never finished it because I just got caught in that loop of like doing the side ops yeah. uh, and grinding and, tr- you know, finding hostages. Getting more, and, yeah. Getting a better and better staff to level up my base. And, and I got quite into like the, the four operating base missions of like invading other players, um, forward operating bases and a whole bunch of that stuff. And then I don't know, something else came out and got distracted. As is my want. Uh, so I never really finished it. Um, I've already in the last couple of weeks gotten further on PC than I did on PS4 because I'm not bothered about playing the multiplayer stuff at the moment. Um, yeah, absolutely fantastic game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so anyone solid. who's played it. Yeah, it's the best. Not have a pun. It's the best Metal Gear Solid game in terms of gameplay, mm. but it's the worst Metal Gear Solid game. Because yeah. there is no there's no story. story. Yeah. Yeah. Like um I think about this a lot. Uh there there's a there's an there's an there's an incredible um YouTube video. Uh in in my opinion, like one of the greatest pieces of media analysis I have ever seen. It's like three and a half hours long and it's mm-hmm. called Metal Gear Solid 4 was a mistake by the, uh, I want to say prolific because he doesn't do a lot of videos, by the YouTuber Stake Bentley. Right. Um, and Metal Gear Solid 4 was a mistake, like, goes into everything that's wrong with Metal Gear Solid 4, but not from, like, a horrible, cynical way. It's like, look at pointing out everything that's wrong with it from a man who really loves the game for all of its faults and loves the the series uh but one of the things he talks about a lot at the beginning of the game is the um the as he calls it the disappearance of uh i can't remember his first name i can't remember his third name either there was a guy on the on the metal gear team who wrote all of the codec dialogue in the first three metal gear solid games which is where all the characterization is like, there's not a huge amount that happens outside of the cutscenes in the first three Metal Gear Solid games. It isn't really until Metal Gear Solid 4 where the storyline and the cutscenes, like, starts to take the piss. <laughs> right. Because there's no codec. Yeah. In There's no codec Max moments. It's all in uh, cutscenes, isn't it? Yeah. It's all in cutscenes, and the cutscenes are, like, 30 minutes long yeah, per cutscene. And it takes the piss. Um, but it's like the writing in... Okay, the writing for a Metal Gear Solid game hmm. is very, very good in those codex stuff. Oh, yeah. Codec, uh, codec, and, and the guy who wrote that, between Metal Gear Solid 3 and Metal Gear Solid 4, leaves, for whatever reason. And there's a lot of conspiracy theories as to what, what happened to cause him to leave and what happened to him after he left and, and whatnot, and a lot of weird stuff. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how much Stake Bunny's like. joking in his video, but some of it involves him being murdered by the Yakuza. Um, but... What? Uh, you know the th- the theory, the fan theories as to what happened yeah. to him. One of them is he got he got killed by the yakuza. Um, <laughs> who knows? But like the standard of writing after he left, just fucking shit the bed. Like it yeah, fell off a cliff. Yeah. It's so it got so bad. Metal Solid Four and Metal Solid Five are both bad for the same reason, which is bad writing. But like in completely opposite complete opposite ends of the spectrum like because mm. Metal Gear Solid 4 is just words 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 and Metal Gear Solid 5 is like what writing yeah they're just, we're <laughs> because there isn't any 
it's all with actions. It's all, almost a silent movie, isn't it? There's like a lot, of stuff, a lot of stuff. No one fucking says anything, I and mean, yeah. I don't know whether it's because they only managed to get Kiefer Sutherland in a sound booth for half a day. Yeah, uh, and so for some reason, because Hideo Kojima just loves films and TV like stuff way too much, he decided <laughs> we're not going to have David Hater do the voice of Snake in this anymore yeah. for plot reasons that um, I don't know if I even want to bother revealing, even though the game's like seven years old now, or whatever, um, why he's got a different voice. But David Hater is a voice actor, and Keith Sutherland is not. And Keith Sutherland is very expensive, uh, and I don't think he was there for very long. So Snake doesn't say a lot. So he gets told a lot of stuff, and reacts silently to it, or doesn't react because Snake doesn't react, no. you know, facially, uh, <laughs> emotionally. He usually just, back in the David Hater days, would just repeat the last phrase the other person Metal said Gear. with a, Metal Gear, yeah, no. the DARPA chief. Um, I love that stuff. But yeah, it's like, great. It's so cheesy. There's none of that in 5. Um, no. So the cutscenes are long, really long, and it's like also sometimes like long moments of gameplay where you're ha- you're forced to move very slowly while stuff happens or another character talks to you, which I hate. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't put that in your game. While it streams in. Um, but then like there's loads of it at the beginning, and then nothing, nothing. Yeah. for like twenty hours, uh, and then loads of stuff happens at the end, and then the credits roll, and then it's like here's chapter two. It's like, but I just beat the final boss. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got to keep playing the game. I, so I've just reached a point where I, I beat the final boss. I beat the, you know, the this game's Metal Gear. Mm. Um, that fight fucking sucks, by the way. Yeah. Did not enjoy that. Um, only, only moment in the game where the gameplay felt in any way less than perfect right. was that fight against Sahelanthropus. Um, but the uh, but then but then but then, but then it's like that's mission thirty, uh, and there are fifty missions. So there's another twenty missions after you finish the game before you reach the proper ending, which I'm fine with because I'll just I just like grinding and I, I'm still doing a bunch yeah. of side ups and stuff like that. But it's so weird. It's it's clearly unfinished. It's clear that Hideo Kojima was like told finish this fucking thing and ship it now. We've had enough of your shit. Yeah, like, yeah. we get that you're an auteur and the internet loves you, but you're costing us the earth. <laughs> Please ship this game. Yeah. Uh, and then you're fired. Um, so the storyline's even more of a mess than Metal Gear Solid 4 was in terms of that, because at least Metal Gear Solid 4 had a complete story. It wasn't very good, no, but it was complete. tie it into two. Oh, but they like. Oh, but that's one of the things that really Stake Bentley brings up. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Is like one of the things that Stake Bentley brings up in his video, which I, I implore you to watch it. I know it's I very very it. long. It's so good. I'm going to link it in the notes. I, I come back to that video like every two or three months and watch it again. It's just fucking brilliant. Um, but yeah, one of the things he goes in is like Metal Gear Solid Two was unfollowable. Yeah. And they made Metal Gear Solid Three, but that's a prequel where you play as Big Boss and it's back in the 60s and it's the best game in the series. Metal Gear Solid 4 should never have been made in the first place. 
And then Metal Gear Solid Five was only made to, to try and retcon some stuff that had happened in the video in the series. Like the, it was, it was made to explain something that happens at the very end of Metal Gear Solid Four that didn't need to happen in the first place. Yeah. Like oh fuck, I don't know. I'm glad it exists because I love the game to play. Just the the like what I like about that game is you can find like a a camp. Of you know mm-hmm. terrorists or whatever, and you can oh, Soviet in, soldiers or, or soldiers or whatever they genome yeah. soldiers, and you can then stake that out. You know, um, yes, use your spotting, you know, mark them all up, and then just go in and then like silently take them out, or you know, yep. go in loud or however you want to do it, and then you. you, you I know. always enjoyed like the the going in, yeah, finding their generator. Finding their all of their 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 radio, radio stuff, um, antenna yeah. and whatnot, putting C four on it, and then disabling their anti air and their radio and their yeah. power. That's it. And then picking them off one by one, one in by the one. dark. Yeah, like it's the perfect uh, Batman game. If yeah. Batman used guns, it's like yeah, really really good fun yeah. in terms of that. And you can terrorize them. You can you can really fucking freak the, the enemy soldiers out. It's, it's brilliant. Um, and it, but the way it, it handles is. and it's so fluid. Mm-hmm. And you can get away, like if you get into trouble, you can run away. You can, you know, stash vehicles to, you know, make a quick getaway or whatever. And yep. yeah, it's just mechanically, it just works so so well. It's so good. It is. It's so a big stealth playground. Yeah, uh, and as someone who loves stealth games, uh, it's fucking fantastic. Uh, games like it's just, just a incredible it's game just to play. Wrapped in this awful non-story. Yeah. It's, kind of dumb and also yeah. like i mean this, this this discussion happened a lot of time when it happened as well as like as well as the fact that hideo kojima loves the smell of his own farts um the dude's a fucking creep <laughs> like he's a he's a pervert you're um, your words and deeds that, oh, that was so fucking dumb so if anyone who somehow doesn't know there's a character in Metal solid five called quiet that's it who only wears a bikini and some torn, like uh, fishnet stockings or whatever, and she's a sniper, but she's wearing just a bikini. Um, and they showed it off before the game, and everyone was like, "Kojima, this is gross." And Kojima said, "When you find out why she's like this, you will you will uh, regret your words and deeds." <laughs> and everyone was like, "Okay, Kojima, fine." And then the game came out, and we found out why Quiet doesn't wear any clothes, and it's because. In the very beginning of the game, she tries to kill your character when he's in a hospital bed, and she gets burnt. And in any way that she, like, she gets set on fire. And in any way they managed to save her was give her the parasites that the character the end had in Metal Gear Solid Three, because he was a sniper as well. Because he was a sniper as well, yeah. uh, and also lived a long time. Yeah. So that means that she now can only breathe through her skin and drink through her skin. Uh, so she can't wear clothes, otherwise she'd suffocate. And also, she doesn't eat food. She gets her energy from photosynthesis, which the end also did in Metal Gear Solid Three. But the end was an old man, so he wore Just clothes. In a massive duffel coat, yeah. Because yeah, because Hideo Kojima didn't want to have uh, a naked old man, but he's a fucking perv. So the quiet is so quiet is gonna be naked. But then if you use her enough, which you will, because she's a really really useful really companion really, to, yeah. to have as you go along. Like, you will unlock the ability to give her clothes. <laughs> so what the fuck, Kojima? So you can slowly suffocate her. 
And no, so I didn't have to because like when you're sat in the helicopter between missions and you're on your like iDroid yeah. thing, like you know doing your base stuff, setting up new um, research, from, like um, yeah, selecting which a eighty song you That'd want to, to play from your helicopter. Yeah. Uh, at the moment, my helicopter when it comes in to pick me up or when it does like air support thing is playing um, "Friday I'm in Love" by The Cure, <laughs> which is great. Right. <laughs> Uh, and I didn't have to mod it or anything. That's just in there. Yeah, uh, that's great. But uh, the way she moves around in the helicopter when you're like in your view while you're on the iDroid thing, it's like fucking seriously, Kojima, just stop it, you perv. And I think the only reason he didn't do that with uh, Fragile in um, Death Stranding is because Leia Sadi was like. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. Gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm, you will not represent me that way. Yeah. Um. But I don't know. I was like, people put Kojima on a pedestal, and he he is an auteur, but it's. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, mean, I don't keep going on about this video um, but one of the, one of the other things that Stake Benny likes to go into is like he hates the fact that video games are only considered art if they're good mm-hmm. yeah something can be bad art right yeah art is anything that conveys a message you know a, a feeling or whatever like that yeah. all video games are art some of it is bad art and Met- uh, and Kirio Kojima is the master at bad art. Hmm. Um, he's assembled teams that have made incredibly Highly tight, well, high polished, well playing games, and then he fucking takes a big shit all over it. Um, made a like of his like obsession with 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 uh, movies and books and. And films that he likes but doesn't really understand. Like, just little things. Like, he just, like, remembers something and just chucks it in. The helicopter that picks you up and drops you off every mission is called Pequod. Um, which is the ship from Moby Dick. Right. But it doesn't have any relevance to the story. It's not a clever name. No. Uh, in terms of the story that the game is telling. It's just, like... He read Moby Dick at one point, or or at least tried to read Moby Dick, or would like to give the impression that he read Moby Dick, because I think most people who say they did haven't. Uh, and so he just calls the helicopter Pequod for shits and giggles. Like, the fact that he's called Snake in the first place is only because he really yeah. fucking likes Escape from New York. Exactly. Um, God, no, really? Yeah, that is it. Yeah. Oh. But still, like, I love his games. I yeah. love them, like for all of their fucking utter weirdness. nonsense, the terrible yeah. writing and the weirdness. And the I love pricing. them. Yeah, I really like what I played of Death Stranding. I've loved, even when I they pissed me the hell off, like with the the writing. I've loved every Metal Gear game. I want to go back and play Snatcher and Police Nauts. Yeah, I've yeah. got um getting a Pico drive in you know uh, installed on my PC so I can emulate old Saturn games and. And play those because I want to see what those old uh, Kojima games are like. I've played both the old Metal Gear 
pre-Metal Gear Solid games, um, mm. and they're both great. But um, Snatcher in particular seems like it's it's fully like um, Kojima. This is this is Kojima's. I really like Blade Runner game, um, <laughs> so um, I want to play that. Yeah. Like I don't know, he's so I've got such a weird relationship with Kojima. Like uh, everything he does is fucking crazy. Uh, but I will play it. Like whatever his new game is, um, that yeah. he's making for Xbox. Xbox I've yeah. no idea. I'm gonna play it. Oh, got gotcha. I, mean, I, I will. I will play it. Uh, and, and I will, in some way, enjoy it because he just manages to surround himself with people who somehow manage to make, somehow manage to like, wrangle his ideas into something that's fun to play. Yeah, delivering packages in Death Stranding is really fucking fun. Yeah, but it sounds incredibly boring if you tell it to someone. Yep. But yeah, getting across that environment, trying to stay on your feet, you know, reading. You know, like you say, reading the environment and where's best to, you know, keep keep yourself upright. How, how yep. you've turned that into a, a full game mechanic and look can last thirty hours is beyond me. Yeah. It it works. It really does work. It does. Weird. You know, he, he, yeah. He's got an eye. He's got an eye for some for stuff. That boy. Give it he does. Um, but yeah, Metal Gear Solid Five is. I'm not even gonna. I'm, I'm never. I'm never gonna play Metal Gear Survive because Kojima wasn't involved in it, uh, uh, and it looked wank. Yeah, it looked uh, even though it was in the same engine. But um, uh, although he wasn't in, Kojima wasn't really involved in uh, Metal Gear Rising, uh, and that game fucking slaps. Yeah, that game is so good. Yeah. Oh man, love it. That game is Plat- one of the most Platinum's bonkers. best. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the most bonkers stories you'll ever um, <laughs> you'll ever see in video games. It's up there with Azura's Wrath. Nano Machines, son. Yeah, exactly. It's um, bananas. Love it. Yeah, but Metal Gear Solid Five is a fitting swan song for that series because it is such a disjointed mess. Mm. Like storylines, like just uh, abysmal. But Gameplay is just chef's kiss perfect. <laughs> so good. Love it. And it looks, for a game that came out in 2015, I think it came out. Um, did it? Hang on. I'll have a quick look. What's yeah, 2015? Like that, yeah. GS5 came out in 2015. Yeah. Um, yeah, for a game that came out seven years ago, uh, it still looks fucking so good. It looks so good, especially on PC. Um, I haven't worked out how to unlock it to get it to run past 60 FPS, um, but it's but it's locked to 60, and I mean locked. It has I've never seen it dip, no matter how much shit is going on on the screen. Um, yeah, phenomenal game cool. to play. Nice. So if you haven't if you haven't played it, then uh, give it a go. Sorry, I've rambled for so long. Um, I swear it was a fraction of the time I rambled. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> no. Um, my big takeaway from this is go and watch Metal Gear Solid 4's Mistake by Stake Bentley. It's fucking incredible. Nice. I'm going to do that when we, uh, when we, when we Hell yeah. turn up the mics. It's, well, let's start watching it. It's, yeah. it's long. Nice. No, right, yeah. But it's, uh, it's very, very good. 
<laughs> he doesn't make videos very long, uh, very often. Um, he makes like, I don't know, one every two years. Yeah. Um, but they, they're usually really, really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Wait. Um, yeah, that's all I've been playing, really. Um, Shall we wrap this ramble cast wrap up? this sucker up, yeah. Mmm. Because I want to come play more Metal Gear. <laughs> um, I love it, but thanks. I hate it. <laughs> well, thanks very much for joining me, gentlemen. Thank, um, you. Thank you. Thanks for, for jumping on again at fairly uh, short notice, you, Doug. Oh, oh, 48 um, hours notice, that's loads. Thank you. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. I thought it was the original um, guest. Sorry? I thought I was the original guest. I don't know who our first guest was. Yeah, this podcast's been going a long time. They're dead to us right now, so that's fine. No. <laughs> yeah, whoever they were. Um, yeah, third time. This third, this third appearance, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's Tw- the many twice more. Twice in one month. I believe. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get a t-shirt um, soon. That's it. Yeah, you will. You get right. You need to like nine appearances, uh, and then your card's fully stamped, and you get an appearance for free. <laughs> That's how it works, or a free coffee or something. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> yeah, we will have to do that. Thanks. Sometime. Yeah, thanks very much for for joining. Thank it's always a much. pleasure to chat to you. And uh, yeah, thanks for joining again, Jazzy. Thank you. Thanks for again. Me. Always a pleasure. Uh, thank nice. you, dear listener. For, uh, for listening to this and um, and uh, we'll catch you on the next episode Bye. Bye. Bye.